Hi guys, thanks for listening to another episode and ironically I think this is kind of on how I'm seeing this film the way it is and uh, personally I think it's kind of uh, enduring. Uh, the film that I saw is called The Menu. Uh, it is a dark comedy horror um, directed by Mark Merlu, uh, written by Seth Reese and Will Tracy, produced by Adam McKee, starring, uh, whoa, oh, sorry, still continuing and producing is also Betsy Crew and ironically Will Ferrero. <laughs> I think I talked about this guy in one of the episodes. Anyways, uh, the film stars with a wonderful ensemble cast of Ray Fiennes, Anna Taylor Joy, Nicholas Holt, John Leguizamo, uh, Judith Light, and Janet McTeer, uh, Hong Choi, and Reed Briney. Uh, some of these names actually do escape me, but even so, uh, Rain Fines, Anna Taylor Joy, and Nicholas Holtz, I kind of see more. John Leguizamo, I've seen him plenty. <laughs> uh, Ray Fines is ironically the mastermind behind, and I kid you not, the main villain, he who shall not, he who shall not be named, <laughs> Voldemort, uh, from the Harry Potter franchise. Anna Taylor Joy, which is known for *The Last Night at Soho*, as well as I, I believe another film. Nicholas Holt, as as always uh, in my book, uh, he is known to be the crown prince or the king of England uh, from I think uh, *Crown* or no, no, it's not *Crown*. Um, oh wow. Uh, the series with Al Al Fanning, but more prominently, I know him by being Beast uh, in the X Men early time franchise. You know, like uh, First Class, the uh, Apocalypse, and um, oh, that uh, last last one. Uh, I think it was Phoenix, Dark Phoenix. Uh, also, uh, one of the films that he did also was Mad Max Fury Road, and uh, another one, Plane. Ironically, a very wonderful uh, fairy tale character, Jack and the Beanstalk, which is, I think, the I think it's named the Jack and the Beanstalk. I think it's also Jack. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this particular film. Uh, for those who are uh, inquiring about this, this is literally a film about a chef uh, hosting a private event, if you will, uh, that would be literally owned by him, uh, orchestrated away from public, which is only his private island, would allow a certain few people to be attended in this one. So it's like one of those things. Uh, and adding to this whole list is uh, a wonderful way of saying, hey, this is a restaurant, it's serving people, but has a twist in the matter. So let's get into the story for this one. So, of course, uh, Tyler and his companion, uh, Margaret, Margaret, 
uh, travels by boat to Hawthorne, which is a very exclusive restaurant owned and operated by celeb chef Julian Swick. Located onto his private island, which includes other guests like a food critic, Lillian, uh, her editor, Ted, a lovely couple of, um, a lovely couple named Richard and Anne, a post-primetime film, George, and his personal personal assistant, Felicity, uh, business partners of Sean, David, and Bryce, and this whole group has literally been invited by, I believe, the chef. So it's like literally something to work on. So uh, upon getting a tour uh, by the island, uh, by the Mater D Elsa, uh, which ironically was not Tyler's designated guest for the evening, which is like weird for his companion. So it's odd. But as the dinner begins, uh, the courses and Sloic's uh, accompanying monologue gradually became more disquieting and violent, which is odd. Upon uh, Sloic's orders, one staff member kills... Oh, sorry. Mm. One staff member unalives themselves and... Relieving someone's finger uh, as they attempt to leave. I will apologize for that one word because I'm actually looking off of it and I'm trying to remind myself that, hey, this is what's written, not how I'm supposed to be wording. So I do apologize. So the restaurant's main investor, which uh, is literally uh, with a harness uh, with angel wings, well, he uh, has a wonderful uh, submerged motion in front of a guest, which is pretty much he's underwater. Uh, as well as tries to flee, but got caught and returned by the staff. Uh, and then gets verbally verbally spoken by Cyril that any attempts of escape may result more repercussions of a dire situation. Uh, Slurk declares that all guests were selected because they have either contributed to him losing his passion of the craft or because they live in off the exploration of work of artisans just like him. Uh, which by the end of the night whereas everyone's unalive. Now, with Margot's present being on planet, uh, she she was given a choice being unalive with either the staff or guests. Which, ironically, he turns to Tyler to reveal that how uh, how this proceeds that Sork only chose one person individual. Uh, to know what's going on, which is ironic, you know, which angers his, uh, which angers, uh, Margaret, but reveals that she is an escort named Aaron that Tyler hired for the evening. And would be, you know, literally something that entirely happens on Tyler's behalf. So he, 
humiliates Tyler further by forcing him to cook in front of every guest and staff. Uh, pretty much uh, chastising the dish, which is pretty much uh, voicing his opinion and, com- and commanding him to unalive himself in the storage room. Uh, so it quickly decides that Eric, not Margot, uh, belongs with the staff and asks for a collection barrel uh, for dessert, claiming that Elsa may have forgotten it, but not really. Uh, upon doing so, uh, she sneaks into Sloak's house, which contains a a replica of the house of the uh, tables inside the Hawthorne which reveals that Elsa was like behind her and you know tax in defense uh, she unalives Elsa uh, by um, an object uh, in a vital area uh, showing that the Showing that the there's a clipping of Slug's past work about his, uh, you know, made or deed that he would uh, do something, but she finds a radio to call help and then returns to the uh, uh, restaurant. Ironically, uh, a Coast Guard uh, officer revived by boat, bringing hopes to the guests. Uh, holding Sloak at gunpoint, which to reveal that he was a line ship in disguise and returns back to the kitchen. Due to uh, Aaron's betrayal, Sloak now declares that she belongs with the guests and she mocks his dishes and complains that she's still hungry. Having previously uh, have seen a young photo of young Rogue working at a fast food restaurant, she seemingly asked for a cheeseburger and fries, which is, that's a traditional fast food, you know, <laughs> request. So, as a simple request, uh, prepares the meal to her specific, specifications, uh, the word's like, mm. but after she, uh, Literally takes by praise of food, but asks for her to go. And allows him to, like, escapes the island. Now, ironically, he offers the, uh, the end of the dinner a s'mores for a tribute. By covering, ironically, the guests with marshmallow and hats made of chocolate which then he sets the whole place ablaze uh, while as Erin watches the boat while she's finishing her meal at the end watching everyone literally go ablaze including slow Sloke on his own which personally this is like this film is already like crazy to begin with but even so this film was literally a classic comedy with a dark twist. So you can't just like assume that many things happening with this film, but at the same time, you just can't 
assume, you know, the worst. So, it is something to not only be incredibly, like, crazy on, but at the same time, it's like something totally new with the whole ordeal. So, hey, it is what it is. So, the menu... uh, Upon this recording, uh, if it's still in theaters, yes, I uh, would definitely take a peek at it because this will give you a, 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 an idea if you haven't seen it. Sorry, spoilers, but it, it does give you this idea that uh, even, even chefs, even people uh, have a fine, thin line of sanity and insanity. And as often as one says uh, on a creative front, it is normal that that it's not it's not okay. It's okay to be not okay, <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, a person can be pushed to a limit of how unokay it is, which clearly are from so so is how how unokay how you criticizing someone's meals like totally different. But even so, uh, personally, uh, I don't mind if someone's going to criticize my work. Uh, I'm all for it. I literally uh, don't mind if there's anyone telling me something I'm doing wrong or something that I can improve. Heck, I, at times I even catch myself, uh, you know, doing a repeated uh, response of having some things that I've done uh, that I feel that is cringeworthy. But at the same time, I mean. You know, you can't learn your mistakes if you can't learn to make the mistakes. So, I for one believe that, you know, it's fine. You just need to pick yourself up, dust yourself, and then continue the work as is. Don't put yourself on pressure because someone's telling you what you're doing wrong. Of course, admit to yourself that you're doing wrong, but admit to yourself that you can correct your wrongness by correcting it for the better. I mean, in, in work, in traditional, it's it's best to know that you're doing a fine job, but you want to make sure you're doing the best job for the work. And if you really want to go for the gusto, you really want to feel like you want to move up in the bracket, do an amazing job and keep doing it. But don't do it too much because that would also lead you to many things that would happen. Um, and work ethics, if you push yourself too much, you will leave yourself what would, would feel the word on... Well, this is a term for uh, people who have overworked and overstepped their boundaries. And it's called a burnout. And burnout is that you're doing the same thing constantly over and over and over and over and expect a different result but there's no different result it's still the same result if you keep doing the same thing over and it's going to be like constantly on you no matter what so you change it up you change how you do things differently how you normally approach it therefore you will feel a change in your work as well at the same time as something totally different of an outcome just you know it's something totally different like me changing my podcast from not only including video reviews but also game work 
of TVs, which I'm, I'm way behind on that one because uh, Lord knows there's a few things I would like to watch. So, of course, you know, you can't just constantly keep doing the same thing over. You got to change. You have to evolve. You have to evolve. Sorry. And as always, you got to make sure that whatever you're doing for yourself is what you do for yourself and not for others. Because in essence, this is your work. Uh, This is something that you're either passionate about or you actually just love doing. Uh, Basically, don't be told that this is the work that you're supposed to be doing because that's that's not how everyone's supposed to be not everyone's supposed to be like a you know an instructed monkey to do what a monkey's supposed to do no a monkey is doing what a monkey does this is monkey business and i for one am a somewhat trained monkey <laughs> so um yeah a trained monkey that knows his, you know, monkey business, that does his monkey business quite well. Uh, just leave a little haha. Anyways, uh, I do thank you guys for uh, listening to this episode. Uh, it is kind of like something to think about, but even so, it's like, it's something to uh, to wonder, like, how how the writers are thinking about these stories is coming coming up to left and right be honest so anyways uh until the next episode uh you guys be well wherever you are in the time of the world you be safe as always wherever you are and until the next episode see ya guys listen uh there's many things changing to these uh episodes so yeah i'm currently able to be listened to and get this uh, i've been able to be listened to amazon music now as well as apple Podcasts, Castbox, google's play uh google podcasts with uh, pocket cast radio public a little bit of spotify and uh i actually recently started doing uh you know twitch channels uh so yeah if you could find me through uh lone tech x you'd be able to see some of my gameplay right there as well but at the same time listen to some of my podcasts uh, outside while i'm still delivering some news yes i'm still trying to do other things other than just this but just for the time being you can listen to not only this episode well all the other past episodes i've done before i've done twitch so uh once again you can guys find me at and this is actually the uh head uh the head page for this which is anchor.fm slash edcast20 that is anchor.fm forward slash e-d-c-a-t-c-s-t uh <laughs> anyways um yeah it's literally uh, EdCast20, which is uh, E-D-C-A-S-T-2-0, which you guys can hear, hear me from there. You can look at there, and you can leave me a message, as well as find the uh, website that's connected at all. So, yeah, here you go. Take care.